Um, the truth is, before we start, um, okay, now we can start. No, is here. So before we start, um, I want to revisit something that we said in the when we just started learning Musul Sharm. There's an unbelievable statement. They probably even bring it in the beginning of these uh, new fancy um, art scroll Musul Sharms in the Hagdama. You know, they're trying to help people understand the greatness of the safer. So they, you know, they say they quote that the the Gon said that if he, if the Ramchal would still be alive, he would walk to, to Italy. Villagon uh, said he would walk there to learn by the Ramchal. Um, but then there's another unbelievable statement that they have from the Vilna Gon about the Mesulski Sharm specifically. Um, Look at this. So the Gon said, "Here, read the second one over here. It's a very interesting compliment the Gon paid to Musul Sharm. The second the Gon is reported to have said, after reviewing the first ten chapters of the work, that there is not one superfluous word. Not one extra word. Now what chapter are we in? The eleventh chapter. Now, you you all learned Gemara, right? You saw you learned Gemara before, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. So if the if, if the Gon says that in the first ten prokim of Musul Sharm, there's one, not one extra word. But was why don't steal the thunder from Yisrael? One second, you just knew where you were throwing him a softball. So what's the implication? There's not one extra word in the other. The rest of it either. No. Oh, so why did he? So why did he only say the first time? He, he saw the first time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, the goat only saw he. All right. <laughs> you're saying the goat like he, he only saw the first time proc of the The goat lived with the misolsharim. You understand? The goat when he was an old man, he had two sforim next to him always. Okay. Only two sforim, a chumash and a misolsharim. Two sforim the goat had with him. Everything else he had in his head. There's only two forms you can't have in your head. Someone with a chumash, always need a chumash. He had every letter memorized, but still, is a mitzvah to read. Torah Shabbat has to be read from the chumash. Right? And the Mitzvah Shisharim. So, the likelihood that the Gon <laughs> meant, I've only gone through the first time, so it's really good so far. I'll get back to you, you know, when I read the next chapter, I'll, I'll let you know what, what I find over there. Okay. Yosef? The implication is that there's some extra words it, starting from the 11th Perkin onwards. Now, no. We've been learning Mr. Sharm for a little while together, haven't we? Yes. Okay. Have you noticed a stylistic change over here? None that is perceptible. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, already yesterday, now maybe that just could be yesterday, last, yesterday, I mean last week. Um, when we went through the Ramchal Lucifer's four psukim about the fact that Hashem does not that Hashem only wants a person who's going to be honest in business. Well, we were four psukim, we couldn't figure out why what, why isn't one of them good enough? They all seem to be pretty explicit. In the past, we've always managed. Now, this could just be a short falling in our part. 
hundred percent granted, totally, right? But in the past, we always managed Baruch Hashem to figure out if you ever had to bring multiple psukim for some sort of a proof, right? That he could always explain. Oh, because it was both necessary because they weren't enough to explain the, what he wanted to say. Here we didn't. Okay, maybe it's a shortcoming in our part. Just simply by looking at the length of this chapter, right? You see how long this chapter is? Right? Look back at, you know, like, um, Peric Hay, let's say. Right? It's like four and a half pages. Peric Dalit, five pages. Right? They're all, we've been saying about the unbelievable Seder of the Ramchal, how he literally, expl- he would explain to you, in this meter, there are this many subcomponents. Here, there are three claims one could fake, why it's not important to do this. Here's why they're wrong, right? They were all addressed head on. Here is this super long parak, okay, where he goes through example after example after example after example. Now, why think about think to yourself about what we've spoken about the what what is and the challenge which it will be hard for Yisrael and Yeshua because they're sitting in for the first time. So this question is addressed to the guys that let's read let's quickly define the keys first. What's to define the keys? The keys is removing one's biases from his decision making right and as we said if a person's heart would be totally pure of any desires of all then the keys would be automatic right like David Amalek says um Right, that I wash my hands with Nikis. Means Nikis absolute lack of any prejudice, of any bias, of any want or desire for Taiva or or Hemda or uh, anything in this world. Right, the only thing you want to do is do the right thing and to serve Hashem. So then we would make all judgments correctly, because again, like we said. We're trying to... Every decision in life is a very delicate balance of... you get Balance, right? You got scales. Right? Trying to figure out this way or this way, this way or this way. What should I do? And it's a das decision. It's very delicate. very hard to make a proper decision, right? So you got Noah waking up at 5.30 in the morning, 5.15 in the morning to come learn at 6 a.m. And then he hears a voice says, you know, you haven't been... You've kind of been feeling a little bit run down lately. Um, you know, I, if you go to learn today, you might get sick, and then you'll end up missing out. Have you ever had that voice say that before? You usually press snooze before that voice has a chance to talk to you. <laughs> right? Um, so, and now you, you have to make a decision, right? So, on the one hand, yeah, you certainly don't want to get sick, right? Because then you're going to miss days of learning, of work, all sorts of things. On the other hand, you want to learn Torah, right? But there's a problem with making that decision because there's a fat hand pushing on one side of the scale called the Yitzhahara who said wants to sleep, right? So you can't make that decision, right? So we're so we're biased. Um, so the Ramchal said, really? How are we supposed to 
remove all this from our hearts and be able to make pure, truthful decisions. Exactly. By becoming experts in Zrizus, which is why Zrizus becomes before Nikius, and being filled up with a passion and excitement in Avodah Hashem, which replaces Taiva. Instead, it should be a Hamdas of the Shmaisa. Okay? Uh, the joy of, of learning Torah. Chadva is a uh, desire. The means or sh, shell of. Shmaisa. Shmaisa. Shmaita means uh, something that you heard, something that you learned in the base Midrash. Chadva is the language of the Midrash. Okay, so, so that's what theoretically should be happening. And if that's the case, you don't need the entire parak over here. You don't need it. Right? Because every decision you make, listen, you, as soon as you understand, all I want to do is I want to do the right thing. I don't want to take a penny that doesn't belong to me. Right? In any way possible. I just want to serve Hashem. That's it. Easy. We don't have to learn this whole entire parak. So what do we set? So okay, but if I'm not there, so what am I supposed to do in the meantime? So what the Ramchal is going to do is he's going to just grind through example after example after example of areas where we act without Nikius, which we said the difference in Nikius and Zahirus is what? No. The awareness of what is right and what is wrong. Exactly. In Zahirus, I know what's right and what's wrong. I just can't be bothered to do it. So Zahirus is be careful to make sure to do everything that's right and not to do anything that's wrong. Did you know that? That you're aware of, right. But, but the problem is that there's still going to be so many things that we're going to be doing wrong without realizing what they we're doing because we've judged them to be right because we lack in the cues. That was also you still have a desire too to do the... You, even though if you're able to stop yourself from doing the not good thing. Yeah. To make yeah, the right like, choice, you yeah. still have the desire to do it in the first place. That's true. I think is you want to remove. You that would. Desire. That's true. But but why? Practic. I mean, I get it's always a nice thing to have a clean heart. Right. The Ramchal is giving us a super duper important practical nafkamina. Mm-hmm. If you don't have pure heart, it's not just like oh, but I don't have pure heart. But it's a good thing. At least I'm like totally absolute tzaddik. Mm-hmm. No, if you have the tivus in your heart, then you're constantly misjudging what the right thing is, and you're being more a heter laatzmo. You're permitting yourself to do to do certain things. Guaranteed? Hmm? Guaranteed or just tempted? Significantly. Uh, again, it would be very difficult because, again, your barometer for making the decisions, the right decision or the wrong decision, is biased. So you're trying to be a fair businessman. Can you imagine the guy's in the marketplace, he's got his, he's trying to you know, sell fruits or something like this, right? And he... And he has a wacky scale, right? He's got he's got a cheat. He, he realized like he, he got a scale where one side is like a little bit heavier than the other, and it's designed in order to steal money from people. Unless, but he but he was going to try to be it's going to be very hard. You have to like really compensate, right? Because you don't really you're you're operating without a honest scale. It's very hard to be a good fair businessman. Without having an honest scale. Okay, so again, we're going to do the best that we can. We can't, can't do better than that, right? So therefore, we're seeing is something here very unusual. 
Everywhere else, the Ramchal would just explain to us, walk us through the steps, and, okay, so you understand, now this, now this, now that, now. Here, we're kind of out to... see as many times as possible a different examples of where we fall into pitfalls but as we said before these are just a few examples right it's, it's literally everywhere let's say the example I gave in the morning waking up in the morning to pull her right? that's not going to be in here right theoretically what it could it would belong in here absolutely no problem on the Bittle Torah right being more head or whatever right totally could be but he can't go through every single example in every single person's life, right? That's why, perhaps, the Gon said at this point, you can no longer say there's no extra words. Until now, he was like an architect, literally charting out for you, okay, floor one, this many feet by this many feet, you have to have this, you have to have this, here's where this lies, you have to have this many pillars supporting this. Now, he's... He's trying to just work, grind through example after example and bring chazal after chazal to just drive the point home, which is actually in many ways much more similar to what the standard learning of Musr. The standard learning of Musr is take an example, you chew it, you feel it, you understand. It's it's much more, um, you try to live through these things, right? Uh, the up until now, the first ten prokim were very much showing us the structure of how things are. Okay, so that's there, at least from my perspective, it seemed like it wouldn't be fair to say that he wouldn't. He's no longer acting as an architect because obviously he had a specific plan in place. Well, we're explaining. We're explaining why is he doing this? He's doing this. Why he uses those specific examples too, and why he would have it. But even if you do, but uh, how, but but, uh, but when you take examples. Let's say he's going to take throughout the course of this chapter, he's going to take 10 examples. Mm-hmm. But technically, none of the examples were necessary. I mean, once, once I understand that the point is to. But that is not the point, because like, you, have the, you have the bias. So he's trying to show, like, how. Told, so, so that's already. When you're trying to show one example, two examples, three examples, maybe three examples is enough. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe one example is enough. Maybe I don't need example. Meaning, it is by definition not if I'm if I'm charting out the you know the compartments right of what the thing is. What is the heroes? How many parts are there to the heroes? There's a heroes clawly. There's a heroes proti. What goes into that? There's a chesh nefesh. There's a you know kodum l'maisa, b'shasa maisa. Right? The, the, the different parts. Here, these are just more and more cases. Yeah. So, but but the reason for that is because here the avoda becomes so so difficult, right? It, it, because we're really trying to uproot all these different um, biases that we've allowed ourselves to develop, and but more importantly, we're trying to absorb an overall feeling where we should put all the other ones. I mean, if you go through this parrot, Yudalif, you go through every single example, and for the rest of your life, you make sure to never fall into any of these traps, you're still going to fall into a thousand others. Yeah? So, these are meant to be examples to help us 
to constantly come into the heart, feel what's happening in the heart, right? Like Noah likes to say, do a gut check, right? How come? How come I'm being dishonest in business? Why is that? Why do I? Why do I feel that I have to take away customers from that other guy? Why is that? Or maybe there's a lack in bitachon. Maybe whatever it may be. Do, do I really crave money that much? Maybe I do. Probably. Etc. Etc. Okay. So anyway, so that was that was a uh, that was a um, little bit of a big picture of what's happening over here. That uh, we're, we're, that's why we're going through examples, which is pretty unusual so far for us in the Slimut. Okay. Fine. So talking about on the talking about over uh, uh, overcharging. In business. Now, so usually the standard case that you would think of overcharging a business is you have a, you have an item, clearly what it is, a, 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 an apple, and so you say to the person, it's uh, $5, so he buys it, and then afterwards he realizes it's actually only worth $3, right? So you overcharge them too much for the apple, not allowed to do that. And only allowed to charge um, up to one sixth more than the standard market rate. Does it matter who the? It's not a halachic share, but does it matter who the customer is? It has to be somebody who's Jewish. Uh, it may, it may, it may technically only be for Jewish people. Okay, Reina binyan ha'hono. Kama nakiel hu la'adam. How easy it is for a person to be seduced by his Sahara to, to, to get tripped up on it. It appears to a person that, what do you mean? I, I got to do hishtadlus. I got to make my, you know, I have to try to be a good salesman. We spoke about this last week, actually. You know, what portion of um, business funding, etc., goes into sales where you try to convince the person that they, that they need that they need this item number one that this is such a great item hiding as well as you can you know advertising right you try to put a positive spin on every negative part of your product and to over exaggerate every positive part of your product that's what we see right here that's also also to beautify I mean to make uh, to make your uh, wares appear better than they really are yeah, for example, the example that we gave is you know, if you have uh, old meat and you take some blood and you smear the blood on the meat to make it look fresher, right? That, that's that's uh, deceitful, right? But uh, well, yeah, there's no shortage of modern day examples. Um, and and then in addition to that, leman and to speak to him. Literally, to what salesmen do, right? They literally try to. A good salesman is he gets into your head and he convinces you that you wanna, you know, they wanna buy, and they pride themselves on it. They can sell ice to an Eskimo, right? They, that's a, that's a that's a praiseworthy thing they think, right? But no, that's that is a part of of a no. And what do these people say? Vayomru al kolze, and they say about this, yeah, yesh zaris. Veniska, someone who kind of exerts that extra little bit of effort, right? 
makes it look a little bit more appealing. So, V'yad Harutzim Tashir, in the hand of someone who is alacritous, who exerts that extra bit of effort, he's going to become rich. That's what they say. The truth is, if you look at the Apostle and the continuation, it says, something like, Rash Yad Remia. Kaf Remia, that will be impoverished, the deceitful palm. So someone who acts in a deceitful way actually will be impoverished. But people don't quote that other part of the Pasuk, right? Um, okay. So, Anam, in lo yidaktik, v'yishkol ma'isav harbe, if you're not super careful, right? Indeed. If you're not super careful, and you weigh up your actions a lot, and we've spoken about this before, that it's really worthwhile having someone to check in with, right? Because even if you just speak it out to just your body, to just another person, right? Even if he's not any more righteous than you are, but he doesn't have your biases, right? So that itself is almost is half of the remedy. Even the need to speak it out to him, or when you, as you're thinking about the argument you're going to present to your friend that you'd like to do something, you're going to decide, you know what, <laughs> this doesn't sound okay. I don't think I'm going to do this. Hine, tachas chita yeitzei choach. So, if a person is not super careful, so instead of wheat, it'll come out of uh, thorn and thistle, right? So, means you, you're trying to work, you're trying to plow, you're trying to be czars, you're trying to work and, and make food, make make parnasa. Instead of chita, it'll be a chok. Now, um, I just noticed this today. I'm not sure if it's if it's. Um, it is a pasuk in Eov. I'd be interested to see over there. Because uh, they, they both, it's almost the same letters. Chita, if the test becomes one letter, one number smaller becomes a ches, and then the hey becomes one bigger to become a vav. So 22 each. It's the same thing, but just a little bit different. I wonder if anybody over there in the Farsham talk about it. Okay, key. Yavor v'nichshel ba'avon ha'honor. The person will. Ultimately, he's trying to make a parnas. Instead, he's going to be nuchshel in the avera. I share his hero aleha losonu ish es amito. So this is, by the way, um, you asked about, you know, if it applies to any Yehudi, right? So technically, it looks like it doesn't, because the pasuk says losonu not to be deceitful in business. Ish um, es amito. A person, his, um, his people, people, uh, someone from his people. Farmers are coming to the Afilu leramos as a goy aser. So the Ramchal comes to block that smile, right? I know you're, you're about to like. If you don't stop reading here, right? I'm going to close the Gemara, close the safer and go, go steal from the government or whatever it is, right? No. Even from, the, from from a non-Jew, um, 
No, it's not in. It, it may not be included in the pasuk. May only be in the rabbanon, but nonetheless in the sir. Yes, Again, this is a halakhic question. Um, feel free to pass over it, but I think it, it, it involves maybe a discussion about this you know, the Moser. Um, it appears that the nature of the world out there, from the vantage point that I have, is that everybody is out to get the other person. And anything that even smells like impropriety, even though it may actually not be, will be seized upon by the government or an adverse party and shown, oh, you see, you lied to me. It's like, it only looks bad, but if you actually give me a chance, I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to hear it. No, no, finding you $4 million. So you have to kind of, in order to not sub, like, open yourself up to that unfair hammer of liability, you kind of have to downplay those things so that they don't manipulate the truth to hurt you. This is, I mean, this is post facto. The the, the, the transaction already happened. The the event that they they are talking about has already happened. And, and now they're asking you about. Hey, can you explain this? Yeah, so nothing happened here. You know, standard whatever. What really happened was okay. Somebody messed up, but it was a small. It was a small error. But if you tell that to them, they'll be like, "Oh, you see, you." Okay, good. so that's a different discussion of lying. I mean, there's a different discussion of what should you tell them. Okay, as I say, we're not we're not talking about what should you tell whoever. We're talking about what should you do at the time that you're doing a transaction. Let's say let's say it's, it's here, the sale has not yet closed and they're now observing some of the financials and they're saying hey what's going on over here okay so so you, you, you're saying like this you're saying this is not called Liafos Skoroso I'm not trying to beautify my product I'm just trying to make make it that it shouldn't look worse than it is I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make I have to, I have, I'm trying to work come out I'm trying to actually they should be fair in the, I'm trying to be honest right. at the end of the day okay so that could be fine uh, for example this, this comes up in Shaduchim right uh, they say you know, somebody calls you up say uh, tell, tell me tell me about Yisrael right well, so you say so we say I don't know he seems like a nice guy he came to Mesos Yisharmi took notes um, he's kind of quiet Boom! Dead shit, right? That's it. Right. Like they, they, never, never getting a call again, right? They first one, oh, yes, he is the best bocher in the entire yeshiva. You like, grab him right now, two hands, right? Like that's the expect. Like they're like, okay, fine, he's normal, right? Like that, that means, <laughs> right? So okay, so if there is a you know if there's an expectation for hyperbolic language, then you might need to. Conform to that, you know, to, in order to, <laughs> um, in order to not, because again, because the point is, if you say nice guy seems hardworking, whatever, right. then they're hearing this man may have mental problems and like he probably spent some time in a, you know, incarcerated, right. you know, like, so. Out the listener, right? <laughs> yes. So, so, you, you, so you're looking to convey a true. The point is to convey a true message, and not, not. Uh, not, the point is not uh, 
you know, say the words that are technically correct necessarily. Okay, but but that's a discussion. Let's just stick to simple, you know, simple things, straightforward, right? That where you understand that um, you know, a person is trying to make their product or their whatever appear actually a little bit nicer. Than okay. So, uh, so the point is, Chazal closed this loophole, right? I mean, the Torah says, And again, because the Torah operates in a world of absolutes, where, again, beyond the scope of this discussion, but there is a Gemara that says that Hashem, that at Har Sinai, when the non-Jews rejected the, the Torah, and only, and only the Jews accepted it, so they forewent their rights on their property. Okay? So because of that, technically, therefore, um, it, you know, it, it wouldn't fall into, the, into, into that category. Okay? But, Hazal obviously understood that a person who's going to be going around um, deceitful and stealing from people and tricking people is going to become a monster. Right? And, and then that monster is not going to be able to discriminate and he's going to be stealing and hurting everybody around him. Unfortunately, we've had our share in this very community. So, because of that, person has to be, it's not from the perspective of him, it's from the perspective of you, to be dishonest, to be um, take anything that does not absolutely belong to you is a is a total perversion of boundaries and uh, basically it's going to end up very bad for a person. Okay. Bukhaksiv. Sheris Yisrael lo ya'asu avla. The Jewish people should not uh, do a terrible thing. Lo yidabru kozev and they shouldn't speak deceit. Lo yimotzei bepihem loshen tarmis and there should be nothing tricky in their speech. Remia is where you say this is going to be so nice for you and whatever, and then really you're playing something else. So to be very very genuine person, to be a genuine person, to be that what you say is what you mean. Always the lawyer with the question, what What are the punishments that Hashem meets out for people who don't adhere to this? Well, again, just you know, just the one that we saw today is... I'll just read to you the plot. I'll just read to you the plot. You're going to work and work and work and not get anything out of it. You're going to turn, you know, you're going to plow the fields. Oh, by the way, I wanted to actually go through some of the Purushim. Uh, speaking about impoverished. And you see how deeply this goes. Actually, take, take, a, take a few minutes on that. One second. Okay. Not, not you. But yeah, it's, like, it's actually worse than being poor. You're, the work you're going to do is going to be for Some, nothing. Not, someone, someone, not, the work not you, someone, someone else. Someone that does the work, that, that does this, their work will be not just, it won't just be that they won't make money, they're going to waste all the effort. So, so says, so says, says Shlomo Mala. Listen, 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 listen. Now, boy, say, says Shlomo Mala. 
rash also kafrumia an impoverished person is what uh, is made by a deceitful palm deceitful palm takes one impoverished whereas the yad harutsim whereas the hand the hand as opposed to the palm the yad harutsim tashi will make a person rich Okay, so I just wanted to speak out a few again. So that's what Ramchal is alluding to over here, right? Um, wanted to speak out a couple of uh, pirushim that the Gon says on this pasuk is so beautiful. And the first one is is by Tzedaka. Says if it's going to be what's a a calf is when calf means just a, just the palm, right? So how, how come a person only has a palm? Where the where do the fingers go? This is a yad. The yad is the entire hand, right? Calf is just a palm. Where do the fingers go? Answer is like this. Right? It's, it's it's closed. Right? I'm keeping my stuff for myself, right? See, see it only has the. The size of a palm, right? Whereas a yad is an open hand. As you take money out, you go like that, right? So says the gon that a person might think, oh well, if I want to keep money, right? So I'll I'll close it. I'll be I'll be deceitful. The guy says, you know, do you have any? No, I'm sorry, I don't have anything, right? So he's thinking he's going to make, he's going to, that's how he's going to hold on to his money. On the contrary, he's going to impoverish his money. Whereas a outstretched hand will make a person rich. That's, that's one, that's one way that the go and explains the Pasuk. Okay. The, uh, but the other one that he says is so, so awesome. It's, it's going on Torah. Kaframia, a, a deceitful poem is, what you do is, there's two ways you could you could receive Torah. One is like this: to try to grab something, you know, something falls in here, you got it, right? You walk around and say, "See, I know things. I've got something in my in my palm over here, right?" The other one is you take the Torah, you grab it by the shiroshim. So he says, "Person is learning Torah, and he's learning like for real. He's learning a real person, right?" Years are going by. He's only learned like two masechtas. Years is there, right? Five years. He's learned two masechtas. One masechta. Yeah. In the meantime, this guy is going. He's quoting the Mishnah this and the and the Chazanish this and the, and the Ramosha Feinstein that, right? Because he's just grabbing the the you know the final products of somebody else, right? While this man is trying to grab onto the actual Torah, well, he says. But in the end. What happens if you don't understand the shorashim of the learning, right? You're just trying to cheat and get the get the final the final product. So that person is going to end up being impoverished. Whereas the person who stretches out his hand and works hard at the at the at the real learning, he's going to become rich. So it's the same concept. Yeah. Why is a person tricky in business? Because he wants to show. He wants to make. He wants to make money right now. Instead of I'm going to work, I'm going to make a good product, I'm going to, you know, genuinely do something that people really want, and I'm going to provide a good service, and I, that's, that's, that's going to become rich, right? If the way you're trying to make it is by getting this guy and cutting this corner and this, 
So, so the whole time you're spending in trickery, getting, earning yourself a worse, worse, worse reputation, and having to trick even more people because eventually it's going to catch up with him, right? As opposed to just being super honest, super good, working hard, and that's 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 how a person's going to become rich. So the same thing in Torah. Persons, people want to walk around pretend like he's a Talmud Chacham, right? He never learned anything for real. Right? He's always starting like from the Shulchan Aruch and onwards. Right? Learn from the Gemara with the Rishonim out. Takes a lot longer, but in the end you'll be a Talmud Chacham. Okay. Uh, last question for the session. I'm so sorry. Why, why is it we see that it's not that way? And what? We see that swindlers and shenanigans peddlers, they seem to get quite wealthy quite quickly. Is that true? And how long does that last? No, but um, as long as their LLC is in business, and then they, they close their LLC, and nobody's ever heard of them ever again, and they just go out on their merry way. Well, what's success? Again. Your measure, what's your measurement of success? Um, it, the way he's defining it, which is a good part of us. Okay, again. Theoretically, I, I don't know. Personally, I haven't done a study. The Some of the people that I see, at least when, when I talk to businessmen, right, say you know, the, the handful that I know of, of wealthy businessmen, they all say, if you're straight and you're good, you're honest, people trust you, in the long run, you'll, you'll be successful. If you're constantly undercutting people, etc., uh, these pariahs and they, they don't they're not the ones that make it at least yeah, that's so the punishment is a, is a natural consequence yeah people don't want to do business with this guy and that's some, some supernatural way that I should absolutely there's always again everything we always talk about right there is the world is multi-layered it's certainly, just like in the physical world, this person is breaking trust. Right? He's not. He's not. He's not making friends. He, nobody's going to send him business deals next time, etc. Right? So on a higher level, what? Yeah. On a higher level, he's breaking. He's breaking all those things up there. He's breaking every pipeline of Parnassus that's coming to him. He's smashing it. He's trying to move things around up there in appropriate ways. That's for sure going to have an effect. That's that's a deeper reality. So all of us who are observing this should look at this and say, oh, I heard Rob Duster talk about this. It's like the, uh, the, the, the window shop in the Yitzhahara. Not following. What? When we see this going on and we don't see immediate downfall of these individuals, uh, we just say, okay, I have a little bit of patience because it's just the Yitzhahara trying to tempt us to say, like, oh, they'll get away with it. Right. But ultimately, just wait 10 years. Very likely. Again, now there is such a concept as mazel. Person to have a mazel. Homan became very rich. Yeah. And didn't bode well for him, right? But. Yeah, yeah, it, could, it could be anything. Could, there's always could be exceptions. This is this is Shlomach is telling you, you know, by itself. If, if this is the only factor involved, this is what's going to happen, right? But again, obviously, we're not out. This is not what this is about, right? We're not talking. The Ramchal didn't even bring that other part of the pasuk because it's irrelevant if you become rich or poor. You're distancing yourself from Hashem, like Yisrael said, right? What's What's the ultimate measure of success? Shlomo is pointing out that he will actually be impoverished, right? But again, that's... Right, but I'm okay. pointing out the Ramchal actually left that part of the Pesach out because it's not the point. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so... The Chayna Amru...
אין מפור חסין הכלים הישונים שירו כחדש. We're not allowed to polish, I don't know, whatever it is, make, make an old item look like it's a new item. If used, it has to be sold as used. You can't make it, resell it as new. Turn back the mile, the odometer and the kind. So refurbished, if it's refurbished, it's refurbished. I mean, that's... That's not passing out something old as new. It's fixed. It is fixed up. Well, you're saying it's refurbished. If you, if you, if you refurbish it and then slap it... If it's refurbished, it. right. It, ah, okay. Yeah. Don't uh, pass something off as new. Correct. Correct. Now notice, now notice, this is already getting very fine, meaning... What do you mean? All I, I, I didn't even say anything. All I did is I, I polished it. I gave it a, a slap down new paint of uh, paint. I did a guy a tova. I repainted it for him. This is like I, I'm a big tzaddik, right? This is. Uh, but but the answer is yeah. But it is giving off the impression that this thing is new. So you say, listen, this thing is used, but I did yeah, I did repaint it. <laughs> That's fine. So now we're getting into. Into much more fine. What's the impression he's going to take away? He's going to think this thing is new. Like new. That's the way to phrase it. Like new. If it really is like new. I can. It's new style. I like kosher style. Okay. Vein ma'arvim peros but peros. I feel chadashim b'chadashim. Say you have two grades of apple. Both new apples. Now we're not talking about mixing old apples with new apples so that, the, so that they all look like new apples. Now we're talking about you, they're all new, but one batch is a little bit better than the other. So you, so you mix them. So it looks overall like, ooh, yeah, it looks nice. Not allowed to do that either. So we're getting into really, really, really fine things. I feel so bedina. Even if there's only a very small financial differential between the two apples, so you got like a nicer batch, less nice batch, right? And technically the less nice batch would go for a little bit less. So mix the two of them and you sell them at the higher price. And the guy sees what he's getting. I mean, I'm not even saying anything. Yeah, to a certain extent, yeah. Like, what about to label something as being nine ninety nine? Yeah. So that. What do you mean? Because it makes. I mean, yeah, it's nine nine. It, it, it seems like nine. But well, why are you la- why why are you telling you know, in Israel? It's a really funny thing. They'll, they'll put a price tag of something nine ninety nine. Now in Israel, it's particularly funny because there is no one agara. There's no such a coin. Right? The smallest denomination is five agarot. Right? So when they write 9.99, well, they're going to charge you 10. <laughs> right? There's no way, I mean, legally, you can't get out of them an agara. There's no such currency. So why are they writing 9.99? Looks it's, it's, it's to get you to view that this is not so expensive. So the gas stations over here... What? They have a um, they have a, a tenth of a penny. 
Oh, it's the yeah, same nine, thing. Nine over ten, right? Nine over ten, like it's a tenth of a penny, like. Right. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, the with wash is larger. Wash, like very small. Right. Without without wash is smaller. Right. Exactly. I assume that when they when they go to the pump, they actually calculate and get a tenth of a penny, and they'll offset that. Right. Also, oh, there theoretically, maybe, maybe being that you're buying, let's say, fifty gallons. So then, theoretically, there could be that could make enough camino of a couple of pennies. It could. No, but I'm talking about that the, you're buying a single item. Right? A single item. And the single item is, is a market at 9.99. So, okay, so this, this is not Yashus. This is not Yashus. Right? So th- that doesn't coincide with this is like fair market? Like, because everybody... Like, let's assume that... Let's assume, Yeah, again. We're, we're talking about fair market. But it's $10. Okay. Right, that's it's ten dollars. So you're playing mind games with the person. You're literally explicitly playing mind games with the person. Right. That point aside, but like, so would it be inappropriate for a Jewish person who wanted to sell their product in the same at the same price point? Or even the same psychological thing that seemingly, seemingly not. Seemingly even, even if you go to like Kesher Stav and everybody else is selling it that way with price points of twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Um, we saw that we, you know, when it came to advertising, he's a bad son, it should be also to advertise, to try to get clients from other people to come to you, right? That's what advertising does, trying to get clients to come to you. Um, so that's an issue, unless you're talking about advertising where you're trying to get the word out about a new product. But if you're advertising the same exact thing everybody else is selling, but you just, you know, you're going to make it, you're going to try to get them to come here. You're going to be distribute uh, a gozium to the Tinoco so they should start coming to you, right? So, you know, um, so that should be also, except for the fact that if other people can compensate, so then they, they're not really stealing from them because they'll do the same thing. Remember, here you're talking about stealing from the customer, not from other businesses. So I don't know if, uh, I don't know what the, what the hatter is. Okay, if it's a halakha for you, if you're setting prices, you can, you can ask, uh, you can ask a, a Shiloh, but certainly know there's a Shiloh. Okay. okay, so continuing. Call Osa Ayla. Call Osa of the anyone who does any of these he's doing a uh, he's doing a, a, a transgression. Mishukets is a pretty serious insults over here. He's a disgusting person. He's hated. He's filthy. Uh, you have to have a pretty good. These are a lot of synonyms, so you have to like really uh, kind of tease these apart. Toy of um, disgusting, harem, ostracized, toeva. Another f- term for disgusting, right? You guys have some better... Corrupt, hated, disgusting, banned, and abomination. Toeva's abomination. I, I don't know if I know really what abomination is. <laughs> Look at the show. Abomination. <laughs> 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 never thought about that. It's great. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. It's the worst thing ever. What? It's the worst thing ever. An abomination is the worst thing ever? Um, 
Do I know that? Because the things that Art Scroll translates that word for are the worst things ever. Oh, that's just, you just came up with that right now on the spot. It's, wow. It's one, awesome. things, it's one of those things that's like an English word that only Art Scroll would. Okay. It's accurate. Kingship. Fine. Od Amru Zikhanam Levracham Kol HaGozel Es Chaveiro Afilu Shava Pruta Kilu Notel Nafsho Mimeno Now this we spoke about before um, So I'll let you guys uh, the, 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 the senior guys um, So this Why would stealing One Pruta's worth From your fellow Be the equivalent of Killing him Taking his soul from him. Because, because he put his sweat into it, his blood into it. He worked, he worked for it. So, so that's like infused into that thing you just stole. He worked so much for it, a little tiny bit. I suppose it depends. What if someone gave it to him as a gift? What if he got it as a gift? You see this guy, you get, he's got a $300 gift from somebody, so you just you go, you go, you take uh, five cents from him. Israel? I don't know. Um. Okay, so let's, let's, go, let's go back to the beginning of the parak. Um it's like because that's the crime that the uh, right? They would steal a teeny amount. Yeah. Person. Yeah, we're not asking why is it very bad. We're asking what does it have to do with with taking the, taking their life, right? Because if everyone does it, you're going to make the guy poor, but no one did anything. I don't know. Like it's, you're taking away his livelihood without you personally doing it. And you can say everyone else is doing it, so it must not be wrong. It's like you know, everyone you know, everyone you know takes one apple from the store. It's nothing. An apple, you know, it's ninety-nine cents a pound. So, so remember, apple, we spoke about in the paragraph Val Inyan Ze Amru Zichrom Levrocha Ves Aishis Reehu Lo Timei, and the wife of his fellow he did not contaminate. Remember, we, so, we, so we discussed back then the concept, why is a person's parnosa compared to his wife? Why is neshek, we spoke about back then, charging ribus, is considered vampiring on somebody? Right? So, so we said that the concept is each person is sent his own parnosa. Each person has his own independent, we, we called it, I think it was last week we spoke about it as being an umbilical cord, right? Mm-hmm. Each person has his own parnasa coming in, his own umbilical cord, his own life that's being sent to him exclusively. To take that is to take away from him his life. This, is, this, is, this was sent to him by Hashem, doesn't make a difference how it came to his boss as a gift, even if he found it, right? But the point is, it's considered mitzvah not to accept gifts, or it's a lalacha you're not supposed to take gifts. It's a mitzvah not to accept gifts. Solomatanos yichia. That's advice or something. Solomatanos yichia is a pasuk. But we're not we're, here. We're talking about here. We're talking about. Um, 
taking somebody else's parnos away, right? Huh? So, so if that person would steal, then they would also because if what? If, if that person does steal, even the pruta, like that's so you they, took they, a little bit of of of, of of the of the thing that was again. We're imagining a person is getting life from up from, from from up above, right? If you don't get any parnosa, you make it very extreme. Person has no parnosa, he dies, right? No parnosa, he dies. Dies of hunger, dies of cold, dies of disease, whatever it may be, right? So parnosa is now. Some people have an overabundance of life. If, if I take uh, the, the Gemara in Shabbos says Malik Tala Rabba Malik Tala Zutra right even taking you not only uh, is it a prohibition to kill a being a person an animal whatever it is on Shabbos to kill them entirely but even to draw some blood is also Isra Deraisa why because what's the difference full death or a little death I mean you just took a little bit of life away from I mean, so most people have a lot of blood most people have a, way more blood than they need to be alive. Because we're alive in a barafus, in a, in a quite a, uh, we're quite alive, right? Now what happens, I take a pint of blood from you. How are you going to feel? You're going to be a little bit weakened. Okay, if I draw another pint of blood, you're going to be feeling weaker, right? So, now you're still alive, I didn't kill you, right? You see, I drew a lot of your hues away from you, right? So too, the person's parnosa. Let's say the guy's making uh, $5,000 a month, right? So, okay, so you, so I only took from him a dollar. He still has uh, $4,999 to live on. Okay, it's true. We didn't say you killed him, but you did leech. You did vampire from him some of his life. So this in this case... Taking by way of deceit, because he voluntarily gave it up, but he was deceived in order to do it. Okay, but, but, but the first part was that yeah, yeah. Um, who, who he um, he voluntarily so gave it. Before we mentioned Gazela, we're he talking about Anna. Yeah, now it's like taking extra overcharging by, by way right. of deceiving somebody. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Here we switched over to call a gozlas Javero, but yeah, seemingly would apply to other other forms as well. Okay. Very good, so we'll stop here, prepare for more.